Welcome back to the Mortgages, Money and More podcast. I'm Craig Skelton, Principal of CS Mortgage Solutions and CS Retirement Solutions. And today is a first for us because like normally on the podcast, it's normally one of the advisors within the firm or within the business. However, today we're going to do something slightly different. And after feedback from the listeners and subscribers, today's guest is one of our clients, why are we doing that? Because you said you wanted to hear from you. It was okay us talking about experiences from a business point of view and using the advisors. However, you wanted to hear from somebody who had experienced the whole home buying, when I can say it right, home buying journey recently. So today my guest is Shanine. Hello, Shanine. Hi, Craig. Shanine, first of all, thank you so much for being part of the podcast. You are one of our clients. So I really do appreciate you taking the time to sort of share your experiences from your home move recently and just yeah just your time on being part of the podcast and possibly stepping out of your comfort zone and as we do week in week out so I do really appreciate you uh, taking the time out so first of all let's just get to know you a little bit more so you live in York is that right yeah I live on the outskirts of York yeah Are you always lived in or lived in the York area? Is that where you're from? Yeah, pretty much. So I've grown up around the York area and then Dan, my partner's from Ripon. Okay, that's not too far away then. No, he's in the forces. So we've always tried to keep me close to where I'm from and family and friends because he's never here. So yeah he's never here he's never here but both york and ripon are nice parts of the world as well so you, you do live in nice parts of the world so that's good yeah what else so obviously dan's away quite a bit by the sounds of it so what else keeps you entertained i understand you've got a dog is that a dog or two dogs? dogs is that right two, <laughs> two dogs, dogs two so dogs they keep me and truly entertained and then I've got a two-year-old niece as well who helps out on that front as well so mainly spend all my time with the dogs and family obviously pre-covid but yeah that's in a nutshell my life is the dogs really and hopefully they might be making a guest appearance on the podcast today just if any sort of parcels arrive or some noise or anything like that then we'll probably hear what dogs have you got shanine and what are their names they're both cavapoos it's bert and betty so we're hoping they, they make an appearance on the podcast today. So not only do we have a first, don't worry, Shanine, don't, it's absolutely fine if they do, don't worry. So yeah, like I said, thanks very much for being part of today. We just wanted to share your experiences with your whole home moving recently. So when did you finally get the keys to your new home? Back end of August, I think it was about the 28th. All experience through the COVID world of the home moving, which I'm sure you we're going to find enlightening today. So, yes, yeah, so obviously, we, we said there was your home mover. So, you've been, when did you buy your first? Was it with Dan? Was it on your own? No, it was with Dan three years ago ish. Three years ago, three years ago. So, what was, so first of all, what was more stressful, being a first time buyer or being a home mover? I'd say they're both a little bit stressful. Being a home mover was more stressful purely from a solicitor's point of view because we had a few issues towards the end but aside from that if I'm honest with you, I'm very chilled Dan's very chilled so I didn't actually find it too bad it was just that last bit wondering if we were going to be in on the day we thought we were okay I think it's like you said it is no matter what your situation and we always talk about this is it's one of the most stressful things you're going to do in your life you obviously bought your first home three years ago which was stressful enough and then you've moved home which again has caused you some stress and I always refer to the fact when I would talk to my clients or we're talking about within the business you seem to forget all the stresses 
and all the issues you've gone through when you get your keys. Is that fair to say? 100%. If you'd have been sat doing this the last week of August, I'd probably be saying a lot different. So I'm not wrong in what, and we're not wrong as a firm, what we say is that, yes, it's going to be stressful. Yes, you're going to get upset. Yes, it's going to be sort of, they're going to be things along the way that you're going to have highs and lows. However, once you get your keys, once you're sat on the sofa in your new home, who, which one was that? Which, which, who was that? Hi, Bert. And obviously, it's having some impact on the stressful situation as well. So going back to, yeah, be like I say, it's understanding that it is a sort of stressful experience. It's fine, honestly. It's absolutely fine. So don't worry. My dogs, like, they're locked on the bottom floor and they, they, they sort of hopefully don't make a guest appearance, but you never know. But it's absolutely fine. It's your dog. Going back to it, we talk about it was stressful and you are going to experience some highs and lows, but you do forget all about it once you've got the keys. So just talking back through the, the whole process, and that's the idea of just to walk through what your experiences were. So just starting from the beginning, Moving home, did you and Dan just wake up one day or did one Dan wake up or did Shanine wake up and think, right, we're going to move or was the move forced on you or what was the reason behind looking to move home? There was a couple of things. We The, the first house that we bought was a nice enough house and um, we just didn't love the street that we were on. So we always had intentions of moving. And then just after a few years, we just decided now's the time. Let's just crack on and do it. And we'd started to look pre-COVID so at the beginning of the year some new builds and obviously COVID hit and everything got shut down so we thought right we'll just put on the back burner and then obviously sat at home with nothing better to do we didn't stop looking at houses so when all the rules got lifted for the housing market we're like let's crack on let's do it now while we can. Okay, so back in, was that the beginning of July, wasn't it, when the sort of, the restrictions were lifted from a certain point of view, especially for buildings and stuff like that? So you're there beginning of July. So had you already seen the, your new home before July or was it just something you sort of, you knew there was this development, you knew there was the building, the new homes where you wanted to be or what was the sort of... We had been to see the site the year before and thought, oh, we like it there. But because of we had a lodger living at our house, the new build site wouldn't allow us to make any reservations until um, her tenancy was close to an end or she'd moved out. So we just thought we'll put on a back burner, see what happens. And then we'd seen the house that we thought we wanted. And then we came for a nosy one evening at the plots to look at the gardens and then decided we wanted a different one. So it was a last minute decision as soon as we could get round to look at the site. And I think it was in June that we came. The exciting times, viewing, looking at the new houses, looking at new homes. So when did you actually, did you then go to reserve? The plot, is that what you did then next? When was that? Yeah, so as soon as we'd been to look at the gardens, because if we'd been to physically view the houses the year prior, we didn't have to do a physical viewing to reserve. And so we did that all over the phone. And obviously we had our house to sell, so we just did like an assisted move through the site. So obviously it was subject to us getting an offer on ours, but everything went really smoothly from that side of things. So in terms of when you say about assisted move, when you find the new build, you find a new build house, you've put in the reservation down, you've obviously got your your existing home to sell. What did you mean by assisted move? So basically, rather than us doing a part exchange and the new build site buying our property, they put the house on the market for us, dealt with the estate agents and paid the estate agency fee. So we still had a normal buyer, if you can call it that rather than the site building our house. So we still had a chain involved, but it just meant that they took a little bit of that stress off having to sort out the estate agents and dealing with offers and things like that. So that's quite one of the stressful parts of it, isn't it? Where you, when you're selling, you've got people coming around, 
your home and negotiating offers, finding estate agents, all the things that you would normally do. So I suppose that took quite a bit of the stress away from the point of view of selling your own home mentioning. Yeah, we still had all the viewings, but we were quite lucky, maybe a little bit tactical. I've made sure that the house was priced to sell quite quickly. So we had a load of viewings within a couple of days of it being on the market and sold it for above asking price. We had four offers within the first week. So it all worked out quite from that side of things. Well, four offers in the week, that's good. And I like what you said there about being tactical. That's quite funny in terms of a word to use within the whole home buying, home moving situation. I felt it was tactical. That's like absolutely brilliant, Shanine. That is so good. Um, so just walking through, so when we sort of talk about, so you knew you were going to move, you knew that you were, you were sort of looking for the, the new house, you saw the site. At what stage did you sort of involve mortgage advisors, solicitors? At what part of the process did that start to to happen? Was that after you'd done your block viewings or was that before your block viewings or what part of the process did you start to look at your mortgage? So we looked at it before we put our house on the market purely because if we needed to obviously know if we could afford the new build house and the new build wanted to know that we had a decision in principle in order to make our reservation. So we looked at the mortgage side ahead of even putting it on the market. I had a rough idea of solicitors, stamp duty, etc., and um, before we put it on the market as well. And then it was just a case of once it was on the market and we had our offer accepted, getting Natalie to just go ahead and crack on with it all. Brilliant. So we talk a lot about the fact of doing things the right way and following the right process and in the right order. And we get quite a few clients that are so excited that they want to book viewings and they want to find the new home. Absolutely. But it's really good to hear from your point of view that you thought this in a more of a, I'm going to use the word tactical because I absolutely love that. I love that now. I'm going to keep using that. You did it in a tactical way. So you understood the first thing that you did. Obviously, you viewed the, the site. 12 months before so you got an idea of where you were looking and what you were looking what you're looking for however the first thing that you did was look at the mortgage the affordability getting a decision in principle because you knew that the developer the builder was going to be asking for that and then the thing is as well you knew what you could afford up to you knew what sort of the, the monthly payment is going to be affordable you knew you've got an agreement where so you're not when you're looking at those they say the right house with the right garden and things like that, like you talked about before, because she was tactical, then you knew that actually it was realistic and within what you could afford. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Obviously, we didn't want the heartbreak of looking at a house and then being like, oh, actually, we can't get that. Because then that obviously just makes it feel a little bit more of a sour taste when you look at things that aren't that property. Absolutely. It's like, and people do that and then it's hard to, for them to accept that actually they can't afford that four bedroom and have to except a three-bedroom or the garden's not quite as big as what they expected so if you start if you went to look for like anything in life and then you've realized you couldn't afford it after then you're going to be disappointed with what you actually end up with because it wasn't quite what you set your heart on and fell in love with in the first place so it's great sort of explaining and hearing how tactical you were because that's the right thing to do and obviously you end up finding the right house with the right garden within your budget as well just talking through again step by step so you've got your house on the market it's then sold you've got four offers through you assisted was that did you reserve your new house before that then and then once your reservation secure then you the the builder then talks about the assisted move situation or is that after what comes next in the process in your tactical mind shall we say 
So we did the reservation first. So we went to the site, made a reservation, paid our reservation fee. But that was subject to us accepting an offer within six weeks of our property being on the market. Obviously, we sold it pretty quickly. So as soon as it was then sold and we'd accepted an offer, that meant that our plot was officially reserved and nothing would change. But if we hadn't have accepted an offer within six weeks, then our plot would have gone back on the market and we'd have got our reservation fee back for it. You did have a bit of backup if the worst case scenario happened then. So what happens then next? What was the next step in the process for you? Once we'd confirmed that we had put our reservation down, I contacted Natalie and she did our appointment of asking us our obviously financial situation, our incomings, outgoings to work out what what we could afford and did our decision in principle for us, which we then obviously provided to the estate, um, not the estate agent, the builder. And then it was just a case of having the viewings, the estate agents came around, did their bit and got an offer on ours. And then that's when I spoke to Natalie and got her to proceed with a full application and got the solicitors obviously instructed as well at that point. Okay. And in terms of, so you did this list, so you saw Natalie, I had your appointment, she submitted the mortgage application, you instructed the solicitors, did you use a local solicitor or is it somebody that Natalie recommended or is it somebody national one? How did you go about choosing the right solicitor for you? I just did it through Natalie. At the time I had actually just come out of hospital from surgery. So I just let Natalie crack on and sort everything for me so that I didn't have to worry about doing anything while I was a little bit bedridden at the time. Wow. So you actually going through the whole home moving and having surgery at the same time, Shanine. So that must have been a stressful experience. No wonder you wanted just to go to Natalie. There you go, Natalie. Can you just deal with that and sort it out? Yeah, exactly. And you surgery, what, everything okay now after your surgery? You've all fit and healthy and that was success with your surgery? Yeah, that was all fine. Thank well, you. That's fine. Just, that's that. No, that's fine. Sorry, going back to the you instructed this list and was that, like I said, was that a local, was it a local one that you used or? No, no, it was one of your guys. I got Natalie to sort it for me. And so Natalie sorted your solicitor out. You're thinking, okay, everything's under one roof, handling the whole process. No problem then. So what happened, obviously you're recovering from surgery. So what happened next as part of the the process really so natalie then obviously she instructed the solicitors and we paid for our searches and in the meantime natalie obviously did what she does and looked for a mortgage for us and found the best rate and sent us through the details for that explained it all to us and then did our application obviously on our behalf with the lender and solicitor what so natalie's taking care of the mortgage solicitors instructed how was the, sort of the journey with the solicitor? What, how did that start? Did they start sending you loads of paperwork through, first of all? How did that work? Yeah, so they sent us through a load of paperwork. Obviously, because we were selling, they sent us some paperwork asking for loads of information, things like fencer certificates and gas safety certificates on our existing property. And then also sent us through a couple of questions about our purchase, obviously to work out things like stamp duty, if we had extra properties in the background and things like that. Going through the forms, loads of questions and stuff like that. How was the, the experience at that stage with the solicitors? Was everything going okay from that point of view? Yeah, absolutely fine. It was really good at that point. When you sort of talk about searches, you obviously bought a new build property. So what sort of, can you remember what sort of searches they did or what, what the searches were? And was that a cost to you? Yeah, so we had to pay for the searches and there was things like your water and drainage searches and like the flood risk and things like that, just really assessing that the property was, I'm assuming, good to buy and that there wasn't any issues with the land or any rights over it or any legal issues that could cause a problem later down the line. 
I think that's the thing sometimes, and it's professional, it's so good to hear that you understand what the searches are and what they were at the time, because sometimes people get a little bit confused between searches and surveys. So searches say, is on the land that, that your new home sits on, drainage, water, mining, parish searches. Like the, there is quite a few searches that the solicitor does, which is very different to the survey. Can you remember anything about the survey? Did you get to talk, look at the different options of the survey? Or was it, be, yeah, so was it because you were buying a new build, you went for the basic survey or did you do the home buyers or anything like that? No, exactly that. We obviously Natalie discussed the options with us that you can do a basic or you can upgrade to like your home buyers and your full structural. But we just felt with it being a new build that if there was any issues, it'd probably be obvious structural issues that any surveyor would pick up on a basic valuation. No, definitely. No, I totally agree with you, Shanine. I think that's the right. And that's, we tend to find that most of his clients do go, if they're buying a new built property, they will just go with a basic valuation because, like I say, there's a lot of other things that happen behind the scenes with like sort of NHBC certificates and things like that to making sure that the building is sound anyway. So good, good. So search is done. Survey, did you get anything back on the survey? Did you get any feedback or did it just happen without you knowing and then just literally the value of the property was worth what you were paying for it? Yeah, so we didn't really get anything back. It was just confirmation from the lender that it was fine to obviously be paying the price that we were paying. We weren't charged for it or anything like that. That's We just got that confirmation. Professionally, this is not sounding too stressful right now in terms of the whole process of your tactical approach and stuff like that. So it is sounding quite like in terms of, like you say, process and it sounds like quite methodical and how things have gone. So what happened? So searches, survey done. When did things get a little bit, sticky shall we say so right from the get-go we made the builders solicitors our buyer away sorry aware that um dan obviously being in the military gets set leave and he had two weeks in august where he was going to be off so we had said from the beginning we need to move in those two weeks because if i was obviously he had those two weeks off but then I was away with work down in Portsmouth the following week after those two weeks. So I wasn't even here. I wasn't here for the following three weeks. So we we're like, it needs to be those two weeks. That was the first thing that we said that it needed to be that. And everyone had agreed. Then due to COVID, I think it's the same around the country. Our searches actually didn't come back. So they were requested back in June. Possibly, actually, no, maybe it was closer to July when the searches were requested. But they basically came in a couple of days before completion. So close, thanks. Yeah, we agreed to take out an indemnity insurance just in case. And our solicitor had that so that if it got to completion day and they weren't here, she could exchange and complete without it. So yeah, that was a little bit of a stress. And then we used the help to buy equity loan scheme. And there was a few issues with paperwork to do with that. They obviously, because of COVID, everyone working from home, were on one time scale when we put the form in. And then on a completely different one the following day. So things just snowballed from that point of view. And again, we were down to the wire on completion day, waiting for a form to see if we could even exchange and obviously simultaneously complete. So that the stress came at the end bit of waiting for everything to just come in from a solicitor's point of view. How did that, because given the fact that you've used the word tactical and obviously Dan's background as well, how did that make you feel? Because you sound a very well-organised person and a very, I'm sure you are a very well-organised couple. How did that make you feel at the time? Dan doesn't understand any of it. So he was just living in his little world oblivious. I was super stressed. I was fine about the searches because I've, I actually know a couple of people who've moved in on the site before us 
And so obviously they had their searches back and no issues had come up. So I was I don't mind paying the indemnity because then I don't foresee that there's going to be an issue with my plot when next door hasn't had an issue. But then it was more just the help to buy side of things because if we literally moved in on the last day of Dan's leave and we did a simultaneous exchange and completion and at 11 o'clock in the morning, we got a call to say that there was an error on one of the forms. So we had to wait for that to be resent. And at the time they were working on a two working day turnaround. So then the builders had to ring help to buy to try and get them to just quickly relook at the form and all sorts. So I was pulling my hair out. Dan was twiddling his thumbs in a world of his own, totally unaware that we might not actually move that day. You do know that Icky's going to hear this. You do understand that the, pod, the podcast does go out, <laughs> so he can listen back if he wants to. So at least he agrees with it. So that's the funny things you need. At least he knows that is uh, the situation. So that is funny. That is very funny. So you're feeling quite stressed out, quite down to the wire in terms of deadlines while you're recovering from obviously the surgery and everything else and dealing with uh, everything that's going on in the world everything was all right in the end yeah I have to say hats off to Natalie for this because if it isn't her job but when I was like I don't really know what we're we're we will put advisory warnings on the, the start I think Janine is fine no. yeah when I was thinking oh god I don't know what's going on with this or I don't know what's happening with that I've chased this person I've chased that person Natalie was like you stop chasing everyone I'll get on the phone I'll ring this person I'll get updates from them and she actually took it upon herself to try and sort it for me when I was just like pulling my hair out it's good to hear that she did try and sort of steady the ship for you a little bit and make you feel a little bit of ease during this whole sort of situation and I'm guessing like I said because you do sound so well organized I'm guessing you do you feel as though you wanted to take control of that situation from everybody's point of view Shanine or is that not like you? Yeah I'm a control freak so I like to know what's going on with everyone and every single thing yeah it was a little bit hard for me to be like yeah Natalie you do it but by that point I was just at my wits end couldn't care less if I move now or not just someone sort it out for me. So looking back on the whole journey, what were there any high points from the day you thought we're going back to sort of last year when you started to look at the site to actually getting your keys with it? What were the high points? Were there any sort of high points within the whole process and the journey? I think the high points were all the exciting bits where you go around, you look at the property. Um, obviously, being a new build, we got to come back, pick our flooring and things like that. And um, We didn't buy from plan. We bought a plot that was already ready. So that was the only thing we could pick. But that was exciting. And then obviously getting all the offers in on our house was really exciting. That initial bit of it is actually happening is the exciting bit. And then obviously that's when the stressful bit then obviously kicks in thereafter. That was following on nicely to my next question. So then, so the highs you've shared an experience of that you've experienced and shared with us. So thank you for that. What about the low, like the lows? I know you touched on a few already, but what were the sort of real lows for you? So some of the lows were obviously that end bit with the solicitors and the paperwork and everything coming back together. And then there was a couple of moments when I I was literally a couple of days out of hospital and estate agents were wanting to do loads and loads of viewings but I couldn't go anywhere but obviously because of COVID I couldn't be in the house so I stood on the street corner with my surgery stockings on while viewings were happening that wasn't fun but obviously worth it now <laughs> commitment to move oh Shanine that's thank you for sharing those obviously in real life so I experienced that kind of been easy for you at the time but like I say at least you were focused on the the end goal of selling your home so I think that's the main thing so what was if looking back and obviously you've bought your first home and you've moved home if you were sharing with people that are listening to this that are buying the first home or looking to to move home right now what would, what would you say your main learning points really 
not to be a control freak and not to take everything on to deal with myself. I honestly think if I'd have just said, Natalie, can you just deal with things? Obviously, it's not her job, so I would never have asked that. But if I'd have just let people do it, someone take control and me not chase anything, I think that would have made things a lot less stressful for me. I know, but it's just not easy to do that. If you've got that kind of person and you want to get organised and you want to get involved, it's not an easy thing to do that, is it really? But because you are that kind of person, and I and I get that and I understand that. So, it's, But people are there for a reason. The, the, the people are there to who specialise this and they're there to help, aren't they? So hopefully they, they did the job and, and did, from the sounds of it, take the stress away as much as they possibly could. Fantastic. Shanine, I've took up enough of your time. Is there anything else you add or anything else during that whole process looking back and again I'll ask you the same question how do you feel now that you've got finally got your keys I absolutely love it and I can't even remember how stressful it was anymore but you can still remember you're on the street corner with your dressings on while people look around your home so you do remember that part of it so and Shanine that's like I say I've taken up enough of your time Thank you so much for sharing your experience. I really do appreciate it. Hopefully now you can get outside and get a bit walks and a bit of fresh air. And hopefully the surgery is all been successful and all fine. And yeah, thank you very much for sharing your experience. Hopefully you are enjoying your new home. And thank you so much. Perfect. Thank you for having me, Craig. Thanks a lot, Shane. Thank you very much. Speak to you soon. Thank you.